Welcome to All Things Candid, hosted by me, Bajani Ghosh. Here I have honest conversations with fellow creatives to get an insight of their eventful journey and shed light on the media scene. Through this podcast, I will try my best to help you navigate a career in the creative industry, which at times can be quite daunting. Welcome for today's episode, photographer and filmmaker Gorky Patwal will be joining us. Gorky is known for his portraits and style of work. Working in advertising for almost five years has made a huge impact on his career right now. He also gives us insights on how he grew his online presence and the way it helped him create a client pool he loves to work with. We discuss the importance of having business skills in order to maintain a sustainable creative career. In the All Things Candid Hack 101 segment, Gorky advises on how freelancers that identify themselves as introverts can find clients. Enjoy today's episode. Thank you for being here. Hey, how's Delhi treating you? Oh, Delhi, it's crazy hot here now and work has started a little bit. So it's picking up. It's slow. Everyone is taking their time uh, because of the virus and everybody is taking all the precautions that one has to take while shooting. But Delhi, Delhi is treating me well. How's Bombay doing? Um, weather-wise, Bombay is quite gloomy at the moment. It rains every other day because monsoon is here. This ends up making me feel very lazy and yeah. unproductive, which I kind of don't like. But that's the best weather, I think. I-, I love Bombay for that. Yeah, of course. If we compare it to the Delhi heat and summer, this is 10 times better. So let's begin. And this is the question I ask everyone. Tell me, what did you study and how did that lead you to becoming a photographer and filmmaker today? It's an interesting story because everyone thinks I studied photography or I did filmmaking, but I, ne- I didn't do it. I did become marketing from Symbiosis Pune. I always wanted to do marketing and always wanted to get into advertising. In Pune, it was never like I was shooting too much. I was just helping my friends who were like, say, in uh, design colleges, who fashion colleges. So I was just shooting for their portfolios. So that is how it all started a little bit. But when I shifted to Delhi, my back home here for the job, wanted to work with this company called The Glitch, uh, which I got the job. So what I used to do was for the first three years when I was working with them, I used to work five days with them. And then two days I used to do my freelance basically. So I did like working seven days for like roughly two years without any break because I used to go to office and then figure out my freelance on the weekends. Do you think working in advertising made a difference and helped you reach where you are today? I think everyone should work in advertising once because it's so much fun. It's so much interesting. There's so much creativity happening here and there. But advertising really helped me. It opened up the way I see things. It opened up in a way how business are approached by freelance, how freelance approach businesses and how you can scale up in a way to uh, cater to all the brands, uh, say for say, not just for example, fashion designers just can be the biggest or biggest brand how you can pitch to them how you can work with them what they require how the content is made for them so advertising helped me a lot in those ways i'm sure it did because an experience like this seems quite relevant in our field of work but once you left working full-time in the ad agency glitch and you know started freelancing were there any mistakes you made in your initial days or something you wish you had known or someone told you or warned you about when you were starting out in the whole freelance business? One thing that someone must have told me, uh, 
and thing is anything as such so it was easier for me because i was doing a job on the side so i knew what things has to go right and what things has to go wrong in a way was there anything at all maybe it could be something you wish you had done i think at the top of my mind i can think of is not learning enough in the starting of my years because like i never i never assisted anybody i never worked under any big photographers but i would have loved to do that you think it would have made it better for you had you assisted someone yeah i think so in a way but that's the experience i never had so i don't know what it would lead to in a way good or bad but no one ever told me that you can do this also you can go to assist like a photographer or you can work for a magazine i had no idea this is this all also happens in an industry <laughs> right so yeah that's like one of the not a mistake but a small regret that i have that i was very unaware about how the industry works it's probably because you had a full time job already and you never thought it was necessary for you to assist someone because you already had something to fall back on yeah very important yeah <laughs> job is very important to fall back yeah fair enough So I see that you have developed a style for your images the whole raw organic aesthetic vibe that you have going on so tell me what was the process like to find it and realize that this is going to be your signature style of work oh yeah i still don't understand how people figure out like people have signature styles i still don't believe i have one in a way but people tell me that i have one because i don't shoot something thinking that oh this is my creative style or this is like how i want it to be or the image to be same but they all i know how they fall in the same way and they become like a creative style in a way i'm not to a technical person so i like shooting someone which is very natural in a natural setting or doing natural things uh, and it has to be quick it's more about conversations for me photography in a way is uh, a way of meeting new people for me i like talking to them i like hearing what they do or what their stories are and while doing all that i do photography but i'm sure the process that you follow has what helped you develop this style of work yeah but would you advise someone to have or develop a signature style of their own for their work i think i'm like half sold and half on it i think you should have one because it defines what you do and what you are and uh, because people recognize you with that and i think you should not have it also because it then keeps you in a box basically it's like okay i shoot like this i'm going to shoot this like this for my entire life like your style should be the same or it should define you but you should also experiment and learn new things and do uh, get out of it and see what works and all i feel like even if people are trying to experiment with their style of work unconsciously they end up treating the images in a similar way which is why probably they start looking a part of the same family yeah now i really want to discuss about your online presence and how you end up being active all the time and putting up stories every minute i would say it's good it's also bad i get so much hate for it also from my friends um according to you what is the relevance of having a strong online presence in the creative industry online presence is good if you are doing it in a right way and for work maybe because a lot of your work these days you get from online people see your work and they're like okay i like this person's work i'm going to give that to you so if your online presence is strong then you have the most opportunity to like get new work you have to invest a little bit time into it also like how what is the plan it can't be just a random thing so how did you plan it i used to be very like rigid on planning first like i used to make sure i post 
every alternate days in a way if i'm shooting say three four or shoot so i have like say four pictures per shoot to put so it's a little bit complicated and technical also you go into your inside and figure out what is the audience like what which day do they see most of your post you'll get all these insights from your um, instagram so you map out okay my people like to see my post on say tuesday wednesday and saturday so you figure out okay these are the three days that i'm going to post and what is the best day to post right. so people randomly post at 1 o'clock at night also and post at 9 a.m also because that's not the right time in a way to post because people are sleeping or people are not up till now so it's good to post after 11 o'clock in a way and then keep at it because now with the instagram algorithm you your post is not visible as much as it used to be you have to keep posting again and again new things that people keep seeing you so at least you have like a social calendar in a way in your mind ready every month before a month ends i make a moon calendar and i put dates to it basically it can be anything don't put like bigger dates also pick like smaller dates pick like put like posting days okay i'm going to post this day and then you're going to make sure it's a habit that you have to build and then it's in a way good it's amazing to see how you have put in so much effort to understand the instagram algorithm that has eventually helped you build such a strong presence but how does this strong social presence that you have help you generate leads and create a client pool you love to work with it was always through word of mouth or people seeing my other shoots or people seeing my new shoots on instagram so that person recommended me here then i went to their house and shot them and i put their picture and they put their pictures and that led me to somewhere else so it always helps to like get new lead and to generate more uh, sure, work yeah. for yourself because you're putting your work out and you're also working with so many x number of people they're going to be like a makeup artist they're going to be like a stylist like a videographer a client a model at least five six people are always involved in a shoot so imagine five six people are posting about your work it's like free advertising for you when they post and you reaching out to those many people so if your account is not ready or not up to the mark when they post because people are going to come back to your account and see so if they like something they will follow you they will give you more work and they'll recommend you so it's always good to have like the social presence and then maintain it because you can do like one good campaign then like do bad things and post here and there there's no point because that thing will go down on a time so you have to always make sure of what you want your instagram to look like the main objective of having like a good social media presence is that you get new work and new people see your work i wish i was as disciplined as you are in terms of like maintaining a social calendar and then understanding the instagram algorithm which i still don't i'm trying but yeah it's also probably because you studied marketing and worked in advertising for so many years i'm sure that helped that was a greater advantage for you to for all of this so yeah. tell me how important is it to have business skills in order to build a sustainable creative career it's very important a lot of people don't understand that it's important because if you're freelancing alone you are the finance guy you are the business guy you are the creative guy you are everything so you are the one who is dealing with the client taking the brief talking finances with them closing the deal on finances following up with them for money so if you're bad at that it's going to like i've seen people who who are bad at negotiating deals and getting lesser amount of money for what they are doing or like doing extra work for somebody because they're just bad at dealing with the clients that bad at handling business they bad at figuring out what the finance should be for shoot so it's it's really important to have those skills because that helps you a lot in the future and if you want to scale up also like one good skill is having a good pr skill if you are a good pr person in a way then it really helps you to like grow your business and like be good at it 
So I think all of these skills are really important. Either you have to have a little bit of all of them, or you have to have one which you're acing at. So you're yeah. in a happy space that you don't have to stress about anything else because you know how to manage a client, you know how to manage expectations, and you creatively know how to do your job. That's the most easiest thing for you out of all the things a freelancer has to go through to get a job done. The basic work that they have to do is the most easiest. They have to just go on the set and shoot. That is what they do in and out every day. But the process of say approaching a client, meeting them, cracking the brief, taking the brief, setting it up. Finishing the shoot, post process, following it up, and all that is like a longer process, which takes a lot of time of a freelancer. So if you're good at it, then you're gonna be like better at what you're doing also. Apart from the business skills or the PR skills that you mentioned, what are the few basic things one should remember? Basic steps that you should always do is making sure everything is on mail, everything is written, nothing is verbal confirmations, everything. Make sure you're quoting them right because you're quoting them. They have approached you. You have not approached them, and you're giving them a service. So never be like, "Oh, this is." I think this is too much. I should give them less. <laughs> so never think like that. If the client's work and the client's job is to bargain and get a better deal from you, and your work is to get them like a code that you are comfortable with, so they will do that. They will always do the bargain, and they'll always try to get you down to what you they want. So that and having an invoice ready, having like a set invoice format ready, so that you don't have to make invoices again. Like I just to change dates and numbers and names. So that all those skills you have to learn on the job, and you will learn it. No one can teach you all these things, and you can't like read a book or see a video and figure out all these things because every experience, every job, every shoot or anything will be different, and you will. deal with different kind of people which will require different skill set definitely i completely agree with you and now it's time for the last question i know you're always trying out new things and experimenting all the time with be it with zombie films or your portraits and i know recently you have started a podcast so tell me a little about that oh it's called clueless with gorky because clearly after this you'll understand how clueless i am in life yeah <laughs> i also figured that a lot of people are clueless Yeah, a lot of people are also clueless about a lot of things in life. It can be deeper things or like even smaller, funnier things. That's the that was the idea about the podcast. And I know a lot of people who are actors, musicians, models, and different different authors. I met because of shooting portraits. Yeah. I've met very interesting people uh, in the past five years. So I thought, why not like talk to them about all these things and make like a lighthearted, funny podcast. Super. Everyone, please go subscribe to Clueless with Gorky for some really fun content. And this brings us to the end of this segment. So now it is time for the All Things Candid Hack One Hundred One segment, where I ask my guests to enlighten us with a particular industry hack, tips, or tricks that they have learned over the years. The question I would like to ask you is. How can freelancers find clients even if they identify themselves as introvert? Oh shit! I'm the biggest introvert ever. I can see that. I'm a, I'm an introvert in an extrovert body. I think if you're an introvert, it's very good that we have Instagram now. So now you can send and text anybody because you don't have to physically meet them and face them. Just make like a eight nine line uh, message, which is like about yourself and what you do and what photography you do or what work you do, and put your portfolio link in it and just send it to everybody. It's okay. No, I used to also be an introvert where I used to send say fifty and not open my inbox because I was like, oh shit, now people have replied. What will I say? Will they reject it? Will they will they take it? Oh shit! Now I have to take it and then do a call with them. 
So I also think, used to think like that, but it's okay. I think if you're an introvert, you have to make sure that this is work. Basically, you have to so you have to try and differentiate your personality if you can. Like, just don't try to be an introvert while you're working, and do like new things in life. Give yourself targets, uh, goals to do. So, for example, one target can be sending ten emails to ten new brands, or like a research work of, for example, finding ten brands in Delhi or like in Bombay or wherever you are. and then emailing them and then doing calls with them because by by doing all those things you will get better at it and your you you won't be like that shy enough to like do it once you've done it like for years because i've done it i've done it i'm a big introvert so i'm like i know this shit i know how it feels like but like do a good research about why you reaching out to those brands what will you offer them which is different from anyone else they have worked with what is that thing that you're bringing to a table so research about all these things and then have a conversation with them because even brands are more open to having conversation trying new things so if they figure out this is something which i like and this person is giving me that they'll always be open to doing new things so first is to make your portfolio good enough because there's no point of sending 100 people messages until your portfolio is not right make sure what you're sending them is relevant to them because i don't want to show a fashion brand a product for portfolio it will make no sense at all i used to send customized messages to each brand knowing that this brand is in amdabad or this brand in surat so i am going to be there maybe next month or something like that or i am from delhi so that that's why this brand or maybe i know this thing and this thing and that then so i used to you have to be very specific of what you want and what you can offer and then approach main thing is approach people go out and like give yourself like these tasks and like these works where you're not just limiting yourself You didn't seem as an introvert at all when I first spoke to you. So I'm guessing over the years you have developed it. Yeah, I've worked and developed so much that I can sit here and talk to you and have my own podcast. Also, but if you talk to my friends who are like five, six years back, they'd be like, "Oh, this this guy can't do this." Perfect. I'm glad that you were able to overcome all the challenges and achieve so much in life today. So thank you so much for sharing your amazing journey. I enjoyed our candid little conversation. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I hope you were able to learn a lot from Gorky's journey and how the freelance world works. So yes, please go follow Gorky on Instagram. His Instagram handle is Gorky Patwal G O R K E Y P A T W A L and don't forget to follow me. Have a great week. tuning in the all things candid podcast hope you guys enjoyed this interview if you did then please leave a nice rating and review subscribe if you haven't already you can find me on instagram at pajarini ghosh hope you guys have the best day ever bye